Hey everybody, I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and welcome to the Treasured Ministries podcast. I want to talk to you today about uh, uh, finding freedom from the frustration of trying to fix your flesh by following somebody else's formula. Let me unpack that for you just a little bit. Have you ever found yourself ordering Christian self-help book after Christian self-help book, and when you order them, it promises you freedom from anxiety or depression or whatever it is that you're struggling with, and you'll read it, and you'll get some great insights, but it's like it's never enough. Do you know what I'm saying? And so you think to yourself, if I order just one more book or just one more book, I will finally arrive there. Well, that is absolutely my story. And my solution, my redemption came when I changed my approach to Bible study and learned that unless I connected to the healer, there would be no healing. And that I was trying to fix my flesh instead of follow Jesus. And there's a big difference in that. And at this time in my life, I remember, you know, just feeling like it wasn't that I wasn't um, enjoying my walk with the Lord. I was uh, definitely in Bible study, definitely, you know, attending church, involved in serving inside of my church. But I couldn't help but notice that the life that I was exploring inside of God's Word And the life that I was experiencing were miles apart. And I began to say, there's got to be something more to this. And so so my self-reliant self, you know, I started trying to fix my flesh, everything that, that was wrong with me. And see, Jesus says something completely different. He tells us to follow him. And it is in that following him moment by moment, step by step, where we have that personal, intimate relationship with him. That is where you and I can find our freedom and also freedom from frustration because some of us are trying so hard to fix something. And Jesus says, instead of trying to fix it, I want you to simply follow me. And when I began to change my approach to Bible study, when I began to see Bible study as a way to intimately connect with Jesus, everything began to change. And I don't want to Uh, paint this picture like, and then I didn't have any problems, and then I never struggled again, because that, well, that's just, that is not my experience. But I do now know the source from which authentic healing flows. I do now know that when I start to get in frustration, I know where I can find that foundation for freedom in Christ. And for me, it came from changing my approach to Bible study so that I was connecting with Jesus instead of trying to 
come up with all the answers of life or or trying to find some sort of formula to to fix my flesh and and, and so and so sometimes you and I and even even good you know uh, even people that love Jesus they can they can want to push their formula on you but if we're not careful listen uh, truth is truth inside of God's word right and so we know that but inside of the Bible uh, when Jesus ministered to others, he told one person to pick up their mat and walk. He told the other person to put mud on their eye. And so Jesus gave, it was the same Jesus, but there was a different, uh, different instructions that he gave. And the, 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 the freedom and also the, the ability to walk in your healing, which we're going to see today is a day-by-day thing, that comes when you make room for God to speak to you through His Word. It came for me as I changed my approach to Bible study, okay? And when I changed my approach to Bible study, when I began not just to do like the fill in the blank, right? Where somebody else was leading me, but really to approach my time in God and see it as a personal connection with Jesus. See, the first thing is, is that I'm gonna give you three things here today. The first thing is that you and I need personal words from Jesus. In other words, that Bible study doesn't need to be an intellectual approach, right? And and also Bible study, um, that, that if our Bible study is not an intellectual approach, if it is intimacy with Jesus, see, um, it also, uh, the intimacy kind of replaces that instant gratification that you and I get from depending on our pastor to give us a word or a friend to give us an encouraging word, right? So the intimacy is different from that instant gratification. Now, now I'm not saying I make sure that I put myself under good, solid biblical teachers. I want a word on Sunday to pump me up and encourage me for the week. I want that very much in my life. And, and God wants that for you too. Too, because he's called people to teach his word and to preach to us. He's told us to encourage one another. But see, when we uh, when we when we realize that God not only wants to speak to uh, to our pastor or our small group leader, but that He wants to speak to you, that changes everything. Because you're automatically connected to that personal, that personal source, right? And, and that personal relationship. And see, Jesus knows. He knows your past and he knows your problem that you're going through. And he has a personal truth to share with you. I want to read to you um, this quote from Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus by Ann Spangler, and uh, I, I want to read this to you. It's really good. Um, she says this, Would it surprise you to learn that the rabbis thought that study and not prayer was the highest form of worship? They pointed out that when we pray, we speak to God, but that when we study the scriptures, God speaks to us. Of course, they weren't advocating a coldly intellectual approach to Scripture, but the kind of study that is motivated by a deep reverence for God's Word. 
The Talmud says that a person who studies without reverence is like a man with a treasure chest who owns the inner keys but not the outer keys. Such a person might think he understands, but the true meaning of Scripture remains hidden and locked away. In other words, the key, like we can have God's word, right? We can have a Bible, but when we approach that Bible, expecting God to speak to us, letting that Holy Spirit just highlight truths for us, it changes everything. It changes everything. And your time in God's word, it can be that personal, okay? So so it's personal words that you and I need. Not only do we need personal words, we need present words. And what I mean by present words, I'm talking about present tense. In other words, we need truth every day. I need truth every single day. Now, in Joshua 1.8, right before um, Joshua is going in to, to do battle and to conquer the promised land and to help the Israelites settle there, the very first instruction that God gives to him is in Joshua 1.8, and it says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. And so so the very first thing that God told Joshua was not only to study the word, but to do it not even just every day, but twice a day, right? And, and Joshua was getting ready to do battle. Now, you and I, we may, we may not be fighting a physical battle, right? But when you and I press into taking hold of our inheritance in Christ, and just like the Israelites, the Israelites' inheritance was already promised to them by God. You and I, uh, we don't have a physical place like that, but we have a spiritual inheritance in Christ that was is preached to us by the gospel it is promised by the new covenant. It is purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. But just because we have something does not mean that we are walking in it, right? And so part of walking in it, right? And and just like Joshua had enemies, we have enemies too. Part of walking in it is that daily truth, that daily truth. That this and, and all over the Bible, we see these pictures. We see these references of daily truth. Matthew 4.4, Jesus says this, and he's talking back at the enemy. Uh, when the enemy is tempting him, it says, but Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And with this, there were many things inside of this scripture, but Jesus was referencing that passage back in Deuteronomy that was referencing uh, manna. And manna was a daily thing. Manna was a daily thing. And, And bread, food, sustenance for our physical bodies, it is a daily thing. And Jesus was giving this picture here that we need daily dependence on him, daily words to walk in victory. Now, that word inside of this passage, Matthew 4, 4, is a word that is a Greek word that means rhema, okay? And the word rhema 
means a present tense. It means the words that God is speaking, okay? And so how that relates to Bible study is that you can have a Bible, and the Bible is God's spoken word. But when you come to the word and ask Jesus to speak to you, right, those are the words that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. And Jesus said, you know what? This daily truth, just like food is essential to your physical bodies, his daily truth is essential for you to to walk in victory. Uh, In another place in scripture, we see this picture very clearly. um, And it's 1 1 Peter 13. And it says, so think clearly and exercise self-control. Look forward to the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the word. So so it says, think clearly and exercise self-control. Now, inside of the, the King James Version, it talks about, it says, instead of saying, think clearly, exercise self-control, it says, gird up your loins, okay? And and back then, it, this would have represented this picture when it talked about girding up your loins. I want to read this uh, uh, to you. It, 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 was, it was a picture, basically, of, uh, of how people would would take their, um, their, they would wear, you know, long flowy, uh, garments back during this time, but people would tuck those garments inside of their belt when they set out to a journey or, or set out to work. And so because that was like a daily practice of girding up your loins, here again, we have that picture. You don't, you cannot just you know, uh, expect to go to church on Sunday and to hear a word from your pastor and to live off of that all week. You must, you must stay inside of God's word uh, on a daily basis, okay? And the other reason why we need those present words is because faith comes by hearing. And, And faith, I often say this, faith is present tense. In other words, when Peter Peter got out of the boat. That took faith, right? But in the next minute when he saw the waves and he felt like he was sinking, his faith, his faith waved and faltered. And how many of you, like me, experience feeling like you're full of faith, ready to stand on the word. And maybe you even step out in faith somewhere and then, you know, uh, uh, circumstances happen and tragedy or whatever, and it just becomes scary. And see, that's why, because the enemy daily is reminding you of, uh, of, of, um, of lies, right? So we need to stand inside of the truth, okay? So that's so those are those present words and the Bible says he um, in Romans 10 faith comes by hearing the words. So every day and in order to uh, in order to maintain our freedom in Christ, we need to marinate in God's word. Now I want to go more into my third point. I want to talk about proactive words and this idea of maintaining your freedom in Christ. Now by that I don't mean that you are not 
uh, that that Jesus, you know, that that means that you have to work for your inheritance in Christ. That was a work that was done on the cross, right? But but now there is a walking out of that, and the battle for this it is with our minds. This is where the enemy attacks. So not only do you need personal words and present words, you need pro active words. In other words, you need words that you're going to have to proactively put your faith in because the, the, the enemy will come to launch those lies to you over and over and over and over again. He will. And so you and I must, we, it's not enough just to hear the truth personally, hear the truth personally daily, We've also got to take that truth and rise up against the enemy by being proactive about our thoughts. And one of the most powerful ways that you can do that is through renewing the mind. Now, I'm not just talking about talking about renewing the mind or doing Bible studies on renewing the mind. I'm talking about taking time each day to meditate on Scripture. I'm talking about each day affirming who you are in Christ and who God is to you. And that is so powerful, that it can be so powerful. Um, In fact, for me, it was so powerful in my life. When I started uh, putting this discipline in my life, um, it was actually... Um, I uh, had started, uh, I was having difficulty in this, um, this one relationship situation. And so I began to meditate on the Word of God. And I began to meditate on the Word of God, you know, just by saying Scripture out loud. And I had a stack of index cards. And our family went on vacation. And whenever I go on vacation... I actually bring with me a stack of cards, and that's how I do Bible study when I'm on vacay. In the morning, I'm just reading and praying my scripture over and over again. And so inside of this context, I brought those cards, and I would go out for a run. I would bring the cards with me, and I just started reading off that scripture and praying that scripture each morning. And the impact that it had on my day was incredible. So much so that I decided to renovate the Nourish Bible Study method. And the Nourish method has three steps in it. And and I, I was so changed by this. I made one step all about renewing the mind. In other words, you devote one day each week to this practice, right? Because because this was so so life-changing for me, right? And we don't just need to meditate on any truth. Again, we want that personal truth. And that's why inside of that renew step, we talk about the anchor of truth. So an anchor of truth is something that we're going to throw down, right? Because during the day, there's all sorts of currents in our circumstances. There's all sorts of waves that come at us um, with, with the words that others say or the words from the world. And if we're not careful, we can determine to get our worth and value 
out of what others say or what the word says or what the world, excuse me, what the world says or our circumstances can can rock us. And see, here's the thing. We need to have an anchor. And if the storm comes up, which it will, like, okay, see, here's the thing. Um, uh, when, When you go out on a boat, you put down an anchor because you expect a current right? Am I right? You expect a current, right? And so that's, this is a point of being proactive, right? Because so, so we proactively ask God each week, give me a verse to meditate on for the week. And then every day for three minutes, we meditate on that word and we become proactive. We start to take our thoughts captive, We take our thoughts captive because that's where the battle is. It is within our mind. And so we want to take our thoughts captive and we want to be proactive about them. And this is that we cannot be passive about our thought life. And that's the other reason why we must be inside God's word every day. We must be meditating on the word, right? Because just like a boat will drift away, right? If we don't have that, we can drift away from uh, from who we are in Christ, right? We can drift away when the enemy feeds us lies and pours shame on our life. And so, so, so those being proactive with those words, the words that God is speaking is paramount. And so when you and I have personal words from the Lord, and they are present words, in other words, the daily truth, we are daily diving into that intimate relationship with him to get a word. And then we're proactive about those words. That is when, that is when, one day at a time, one step at a time, we can stop trying to fix our flesh and just start following Jesus. Now, this is the entire reason why I created the Nourish Bible Study Method and the Nourish Notebook. That Nourish Method gives you three steps to give you that approach, right, for personal words, Right, and and it also gives you, uh, it gives you um, present words. The Nourish Notebook takes you each day through the Word. It helps you develop that daily time in God's Word. When you get the Nourish Notebook and watch the 21-Day Challenge, it helps you develop that daily practice. Right, and then for the proactive words. Um, Inside of the Nourish Method, not only do we have the Renew Step, but in the Nourish Notebook, we uh, we let that anchor of truth be a part of every day of your study, and we 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 have space for you to do your affirmation of who you are in Christ every day, and then also the the affirmation of worshiping God for who He is. And so in closing today, if you find yourself, because sometimes what happens to me, like this week, I dealt with a bout of insecurity, right? And I found 
with myself that had gotten out of focus. And it happens to us like we we get so busy or, or we get just out of touch or life just becomes busy. And oftentimes what will happen when I get out of focus with my daily time with God is that I will start to fall back on my own efforts and I'll start to experience frustration. Frustration in trying to figure it out, frustration in trying to fix my flesh. And and it's like I kind of come to the end of myself where I just hear Jesus saying, Aline, just stop and follow me. And if this is you, and you're interested in a way where you can cultivate this daily habit or you want to try our approach to Bible study, I want to encourage you to visit our website and get a Nourish Notebook and sign up for the 21-Day Challenge because you are created for more. And God wants to nourish your heart. And authentic healing in our life comes when we connect with the source of life. And when we experience that authentic healing in our life, the fruit that flows from that is fruit of, of the Holy Spirit. And when others see that in us, it is not only a gift in our life, but it gives to others. So if you are frustrated with the anxiety you feel in your life or the depression you feel in your life or that relationship issue in your life or this problem that you just can't seem to figure out, I want you to stop beating yourself up. I want you to stop focusing on your flesh. And I want you to fall back into the arms of Jesus and just begin by asking him, to help you by defining for you the next step of faith to take and then to take it. And again, if you're interested in the Nourish Notebook, I believe in connecting with Jesus through his word, 100%. And if you don't do it with our method, find another Bible study method to do it. But if you want to do it with ours, we've got lots of tools and resources to help you. And all you have to do is to visit our website. Thank you so much for joining in today. And I'll talk to you next week on the Treasured Ministries podcast. Bye-bye.